0: This is At-Risk Radio. Welcome to At-Risk Radio. At-Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show, and I'm here today with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. David, the Bible has a lot to say about water. It's used as a metaphor in several different places. There's a scripture, Isaiah 58, 11, you will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Now, tell me, when the Bible talks about water, what exactly is it referring to
1: well there's two sides of that metaphor because at the very beginning of Genesis 1 we have the spirit hovering over the waters and it's basically a picture of chaos uh, then God you know in, in Genesis 1 organizes that water and separates for the water from the land and then produces the plants and the animals and ultimately Adam and Eve and um, and then but then as we follow so that paradigm and, and metaphor continues to repeat itself out the scriptures and that the ocean sea is always seen as scary it's it's death it's uh, sea monsters and it's it's chaos and it's even referred to the sea as the nations you know the gentiles and unbelievers but then we contrast of course back to Genesis 2 there is then we get a garden of Eden right and um, and that's the rock that's a solid place where uh you know the, you have all provision and plants and animals and living at peace with one another. And so right from the beginning, we get this contrast that water of chaos and death and and then water from uh, the Garden of Eden and out of the Garden of Eden comes this river. It's a river of life. And we're seeing that repeated at the end of Revelation. Then we see Revelation out of the throne of God becomes this streams uh, and so there's water that gives life, that's calming, that's, that's uh, safe. And there's water that will consume us. It's energy that's overwhelming and powerful. And that metaphor then is, all, is used all the way through Scripture mm-hmm. that water can either kill you like the Noah's flood. Right. Judgment. And the whole, you know, the water goes, in other words, the earth goes back to chaos. And then God brings up the, the, the land again, mm-hmm. where he wants man to begin to produce a garden, a garden that's well organized, that, that produces food and is pleasant and beautiful. And, and so, again, this is contrasting metaphor. So water, they say, is uh, up to 98% of diseases are carried through water. So it really, yeah, yeah. So they, you know, hmm. basically bacteria has to live in water. You know, water is essential, and right. and, it, and without water we die uh, within a few days. So water is essential for life, but it also brings death. Uh, in Bangladesh, we deal often. Many years we dealt with this massive flooding. You know, and we saw that tsunami hmm. years ago that killed a quarter of a million people. You know, and so water is both beautiful and it's terrifying. You know, and and so what's exciting for uh, SOM is bring people to the purifying water of life. Jesus said, I am the living water. So that's leadership today we want people to catch mm-hmm. is that when we are leaders of Christ, we become that purifying water. We, we bring people out of the chaos of fear, to the land of Jesus being referred to as a rock again, all these metaphors to Christ that He's the rock, He's the He's the life, and so that we could turn these. And what we're doing specifically in the physical deed mm-hmm. is um, we have water purification systems that we're offering and bringing to villages that have toxins and impurities. And then as we're able to offer this purification systems, mm-hmm. they are literally, it's bringing them to more health. But we know that true health doesn't come unless they have the purifying health of a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. He is the right. living water. And, and um, Mark, we're able to work with, uh, you know, leaders. We find leaders that are really clean hearted. Mm-hmm. Um, clean hearted means they really want the best mm-hmm for the people. And they have a fear of God. Doesn't mean they're born again. Doesn't mean they know God, but they're, we could see they're in process. Mm-hmm. Now, hopefully most of the time we can work with pastors, leaders, but we'll work with anybody who really is showing the fruit of God's working through them Hmm. and um and so that's what our newsletter uh this month what so people could know what month we're
0: talking about let's see this is march right Right. the march newsletter if you wanted to ask about it yeah we'll send those to you if you sign up uh we're always glad to send you a a newsletter every month and it's incredible what's going on there and you know one thing i appreciate uh, a lot of people ask us this question david they say hey uh you're giving people god's word but don't they need water isn't that more important why is it important that we give them both living water, living word, it's almost right there equal with each other.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what people need to understand. First is obviously water. I mean, you want a person to live another day. If you find something parched in the desert, uh, you need to give him water. Right? The, the the word of God even says, if you find a man, you know that's naked and uh, bleeding, you know to meet his needs, you, you give him what you have, you give him clothes, you help him nurture. Jesus said, whatever you did to the least of my brothers, you did to me. If someone's a prison, go and visit them. So we meet the immediate need always immediately, but we also immediately share the love right. of Jesus. To to not to eat, to discount either one is to truly not love somebody. Uh, But the highest priority, obviously, is the love of God, because that's eternal. And Jesus said, I am eternal, and uh, those who believe in me shall be resurrected with me. You know, he is the resurrection of life. So uh, that's why we got to always include the proclamation. There's many organizations out there that they give water, but they don't give water. They don't give Jesus, and that's a travesty. Uh, and so, hopefully, we are working with people with true love to set people free, both temporarily in life and eternally uh, with God and, and, and with love and with forgiveness. You know,
0: I really like the idea of of people going out and serving in the name of Jesus with, in essence, a a Bible under their arm. here They're right there ready to give the gospel while they're meeting these needs. When we get back from this break, uh, we're going to talk about clean water systems in Colombia. SLM, and our partners have been doing that for a very long time. Uh, We have this new ministry where there's clean water systems going into India and that going in alongside our church planting, multitudes being reached for Jesus in Mexico, baptisms in Bangladesh. Praying for rain in Senegal and how God's answering those requests. All that and more when we get back from this break. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring two million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Now, David, today I'm looking at the SOM newsletter from March of 2021. And on the very front of this newsletter is this beautiful group of people who are holding up fresh fruit and vegetables. What's the story there?
1: Well, these are Paez persecuted believers. They Literally, were kicked out of their village because of their faith in Christ. As a community, they had their refugees had to seek, you know, a new life, a new village. It's a long story, but God connected them mm. through the network with uh, our director down there in um, Columbia, Russell. Then God gave favor that we were able to find some funds and able to purchase land and literally made a new village and community there for them. God is blessing their productivity for all that the vegetables we're seeing there and the big smile miles but one of the things they had they made in this you know this new village in the remote area was it clean water so we were able to support them with a water purification system and it's helping them flourish literally uh, in mind and body and even what they're growing there and then they're going out and being a witness and helping you know even the non-believing of their tribe to be a witness back what god can do and do what god does when we trust him
0: Okay, so let's go to the other side of the world. Going over to India, our very first water plant over in India, one guy has taken this water plant to 75. Four Hindu villages. I love this picture where there is this, uh, these people from this village gathered around 55 gallon drums of clean water and they're all raising their hands and praising Jesus. Tell us what's going on there.
1: Yeah, the young man that you see in a lot of those pictures, he's the one that's over the water pur- purification system, loves Jesus, uh, more engineering mind. He's been quieter in his past, but we just gave him a water plant mm. and all of a sudden he's become like uh dynamo. And- <laughs> As he's been going to these villages, and you know, just by faith and wanting to bless them, p- pulls up with the car, you know, plugs in the the filter, goes to their water source, and just invites people to come that bring their buckets. Fills up their buckets, uh, even 50 gallon buckets there for the village, loves on them, and then is sharing the word of God. And um, another thing that's neat about this uh, now, just because of COVID 19, they were limited where they could go. But with the water plant now uh, ministry, because they're meeting those needs, the government has Giving them access because they're meeting essential needs.
0: All right, so we're going to spin back around the other side of the world, back to Mexico, very remote village. There's a great picture of our contact in Mexico, his hands raised up, surrounded by people in all these colorful clothes. Uh, 730 people at this outreach. Tell us what's going on in Mexico, David. Yeah, this uh, village has been very resistant, or tribal people, very resistant. I
1: was told by workers down there that they have been some of the most resistant tribe in South America. Considered in some groups. And yet, uh, in just this last year with COVID and everything going on, we've been given favor now to go directly in distributing food and sharing the Word of God for the first time. Uh, with these uh, tribal people, and they're receiving Christ in a new way, a fresh way we've ever seen.
0: That's incredible that COVID is the thing that's opening up these doors. All right, we're going to spin back to the other side of the world again, to Bangladesh. And again, another incredible picture, especially coming out of a Muslim country, of a line of new believers being baptized Tell us what's going on in Bangladesh.
1: Okay, now you know. Now I love it now on this picture because now we can get back to our metaphor of scripture, right? <laughs> yeah. we, um, we we're talking about the chaos. Uh, ultimately, water in the sea representing chaos and death. Because you know, if you're, you if you don't have a flotation device and you're not prepared for that, the sea will eat you alive. You, you know, and let alone water to drink and on and on. Then as scripture develops, baptism always represents death. As we go into the water, we represent death to our own will, our own life, and we come out in in, in identity representing the death of the crucifixion of Christ, and we come out resurrected with Christ. Well, here in these four beautiful pictures here, we show uh, Bangladeshis being baptized, and um, it talks about how many, many now Bangladeshis are seeking the Lord. They're wanting to be identified with Him, wanting to express that at baptism, and, and how water is representing, you know, death and yet resurrected life there in, in Bangladesh. So we're rejoicing with what God is doing in a nation that
0: um, is less than
1: 1% any witness of
0: Christ. All right, coming back to the East, they've been praying for rain in North Africa, and the Lord has heard and answer those prayers. We have these great pictures of crops growing up in these fields, of uh, a man who's making a dam for the water, It's incredible. Tell us what's going on in Senegal and North Africa.
1: Yeah, so probably noticed, if you look at these pictures right, Mark, what pictures, what countries have the greenest pictures, probably?
0: <laughs> well, it's not where we live. Uh, <laughs> where we yeah. live, it's all brown. In the Arizona. We, yeah, uh, no, we're not Well, them. yeah, I mean, uh, for sure, it's Senegal. Uh, Senegal has got these uh, beautiful green pictures. And, of course, Colombia. Colombia is always green. Yeah, it's Columbia, beautiful okay. there. Was pretty pretty.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, Colombia's up there. And actually, Bangladesh wasn't yeah, bad he's... either. But there's a vibrancy that shows in, in Senegal. And there's a great story behind this. This last year, um, our contact, our director there, was gave us the prayer that they had been in drought in the past. There was just a need for food and crops coming well. We are, we have a prayer team, uh, SOM International, and um, our prayer team—they're serious prayer warriors. I mean, I wish everybody could meet these people. You feel touched by God when you meet them, and they know how to pray. And so they took that upon their heart and they started praying deeply in the spirit, led by the scriptures, just sensing what God was doing in their heart and in communication with our brother there. Well, they followed this, and this year ended up he literally had to – it started raining so much, he had to get word back to us and say, please pray that it stop raining or otherwise we are going to have <laughs> a major flooding. And they actually, you know, did, did get a little bit of flooding in some low line areas, but it didn't – not enough to destroy the crop. So this year, it ends up being one of the most abundant crops they have had in 30 years. And there's a story behind it of some ladies here in Arizona – seeking the Lord and um and so that's and especially the abundance is coming for the believers there and they're able to share with their neighbors and God's really using that in a great way again water bringing new life right there to northwest Africa I love
0: it and I, I love that God answers prayer and that we see that we uh, we believe that the most powerful power that we have is to intercede to a god who is the most powerful power in the universe and that god hears the prayers of his people hey if you want to get connected with SOM International and be part of the prayer team, you're going to want to go to spiritofmartyrdom.com and uh, you can contact the prayer ministry there at spiritofmartyrdom.com. If you love this podcast, we want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast and we'll let you know. About once a week we put out an episode so you can be kept up to date with the latest information that's coming from our contacts inside the persecuted church all over the globe. We want you to sign up there, we want you to subscribe so we can We can stay connected to you here at At At-Risk Radio, and you can stay connected to those who are risking much for the sake of Jesus. Well, this has been At-Risk Radio, and we'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to At-Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At-Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.